Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for us to start. <laughs> okay, hi everyone, welcome to another episode of How Not to Be an Idiot with me, Sarah, Frankie, Saul. We're back another hi. week. We're still doing it. <laughs> There's so no far. escape. Mm. How are you both? How is life? All right, thank you. How That's about positive. you? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. How about you, Saul? Fine. I was just saying there's a bit of a thunderstorm down here, which is always exciting. That is fun. Just shows how far away from us you are because it's perfectly clear. Physically, emotionally. Yes, in life. Mentally, yeah. How are you, Sarah? I'm okay, thank you. Do you know what? I'm in quite a good mood because I saw you and Hannah yesterday and that was lovely. It was really nice. Yeah, that's it. We are actually still speaking to Hannah um, just not when we record it. <laughs> Haven't anymore. cut her out entirely soon, yet. I think. I think when the, when maybe when like the baby gets bigger, then that's the time. Yeah, well, I'm in trouble with my mother because I referred to Hannah's baby as stupid <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> on, did. And Maggie was not thrilled about that. It was all in jest, right? No. Oh. Her baby sucks. Oh. Uh, that's, how it, that's how it feeds, Sarah. <laughs> that's a disgusting thought Saul thank you for that yeah Saul you can't be enjoying that either to be fair what the thought <laughs> well, it's just a baby no it's Hannah though oh yeah but you know if it doesn't do that it dies okay well I don't, I mean... I don't think the baby's happy with the situation either no that's fair that's no. very fair okay well this got dark really early on this time so let's move on quickly yes this week we are talking about can't even remember what it was hang on it was your idea it was my mother's idea actually yeah um yes stupid things that you secretly or perhaps not so secretly loved when you were younger and this came about because my mother reminded me of how I used to love going to bingo with my grandparents (laughs) as a child you've always been so cool I know right from the start and I can guarantee you that I would have been in a hand-knitted jumper as well well, I think that's don't you just get them when you get your membership card for the bingo hall? <laughs> yeah, I suspect so. Um, but yeah, it got me thinking, and I think there's probably quite a few ridiculous things. Maybe not Saul. Mm. I feel like Saul's probably been cool since he strolled yeah. out of the womb. Strolled out of the womb. Just the <laughs> what are you saying about Saul's mum? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a hell of an insight into into Sarah's view of childbirth and child rearing tonight are we okay well I went to catholic school so there was no (laughs) sex education (laughs) at all and very little anatomy covered so well not by the priests though eh? (laughs) (laughs) yes uh, we didn't have any priests in my school actually for the best yeah fun fact um so yes okay So, so bingo was your big one was it Oh, I loved bingo. It was like a treat for the grandchildren if we got to go to bingo with Nanny and Grandad. Did you ever win money? Yeah, I did. How um, much? Well, I sort of I won a few little amounts, but there was one time where I won it felt like a massive amount of money and in retrospect it was probably like fifty quid maybe. Hmm. And there was uproar at the bingo hall. Uproar. <laughs> 
Uh, Why? Because you were so young? I assume because legally I shouldn't have been playing. Uh, None of the kids should have been. I can't remember the outcome. I don't remember if I was allowed to have it or if my parents just reimbursed me. Anyway. um, Because old ladies take that shit seriously, right? Oh, yeah. You don't fuck around with bingo. No. Because they will, they'll like shank you with this walker or something. Mm. A stick. Knitting needle. It it occupies a weird grey space between sort of church jumble sale activity and hardcore um genuine gambling doesn't it it does you're right um you'd probably waste less money on genuine gambling i suspect if you just went down the bookies and put a bit of money on the horses it'd be quicker as well like bingo is a long process isn't it it is but you get to drink while you play ah. it i mean obviously i wasn't drinking when i was that young but we sure get a coke, you which was exciting i also i think that gradual feeding of progress as well is a key part of of what they've built into sort of online gaming mm. so you, you know you, you're always getting minor rewards yep with the idea that you're building up something and you end up missing the minor reward stimulus so yeah. you become an addict so it's a good yep. job i'm assuming that the the topic is kind of past tense so you've managed to es- escape the grisly claws of um bingo addiction I mean, yeah, despite my grandparents' best efforts, I have avoided an adult life of gambling addiction. Um, To be fair, I can see how it would become very addictive, Mm. like you said. Would you say that you have avoided all addiction entirely? Myself? Or have you transferred it onto other things? I don't know if that's a a joke. (laughs) No, no, as well. It's not as much a joke as uh, an insightful question. I mean, I'm like three months clean of my e-cigarette. I think that's pretty epic. That is actually amazing. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Is it nice to be back on proper fags? Yeah. (laughs) Really expensive, I won't lie. (laughs) She's joking, Maggie. Yes, I am joking. I think um, actually the saving grace with actual cigarettes is you can't hide a habit like that. It smells too bad. So you can't just sneakily, you know fall down that rabbit yeah. hole and expect no one to notice what was your chosen scent when you were on the e-cigarette oh i was all about oh god i miss it i was all about <laughs> the dessert flavors brown sugar cinnamon right mm. so people go have you been smoking and you're just like no i've i've just been to creams <laughs> i've just eaten a bucket of donuts yeah <laughs> oh good times on i did used to enjoy being around your e-cigarettes because like the secondhand smells <laughs> Much nicer than a cigarette, and I did enjoy like the sweet treats. It just made me hungry, though, more than anything. I remember yeah. there was a, a a sweet shop on the Queen Street Mall in Brisbane that uh, specialised in soft licorice, and I think it it basically just e-cigarette pumped out that scent all day yeah. to kind of draw people in. Oh, I love licorice. This is not just about me and my food habits, though. <laughs> um, so- yeah. What about you guys? I want to hear Saul's because Saul's will be, yeah, I think like, and also my kind of observation around this is I have found that as I get older, I tend to go back to things like, like music and stuff that I liked when I was younger anyway. I don't really embrace well, did you? There was quite a big, um, whatever, whoever did the research on this obviously press released it very well because a few months back there was a lot of coverage about how people are returning to all their childhood interests, like TV and films and music wise because it's yeah. comforting. Yeah, I think that is, that makes sense to me. 
is is that kind of retro like the 90s trends have all come back and things like that but yeah i bought a boy's own dvd off ebay jesus christ (laughs) yeah what about you saul (laughs) (laughs) yeah saul follow that (laughs) is that not is that not streamable somewhere sarah you no. would say, wouldn't you? But yeah. it's not. I can't Weirdly, no one else gives a shit about yeah. Boyzone, turns yeah, out. bizarre. Um, I can't believe it. So, yeah, I've been thinking about this, and I, I've got three, and they're kind of tied together. So the first one is, um, and I guess it's the same for everybody between being young and, and where you are now, is you always think that your dress sense has improved. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't necessarily. It's just that fashion's moved on, and you've kind of moved with it. But wearing an awful lot of um, a sports brand clothing, <laughs> like there's no way I would ever stop wearing this you know, Adidas emblazoned t-shirt. I I need to make sure. <laughs> Did when you I... seriously have an Adidas t-shirt? I mean, this is on reflection. When I was thinking about this as a topic to discuss, the only thing I could think about is that in the nineties when I was between the ages of 8 and 12, I used to dress like Hannah dresses now. <laughs> I cannot imagine it for a second. But I was, I was, I was, I was really into basketball when I was younger. So it, like mm. that, you know, until you discover other things in life, that the sport can really take a hold and drive Sex, all of your influences. You mean My, <laughs> yeah. girls, women. Well, that didn't come for a long time. <laughs> well that's what she said um also i'm sure the same is true of hannah and that's why she's so into sportswear now <laughs> she's, she's it's really driven her fan. fashion yeah. yeah she's always down on the court <laughs> <laughs> shooting hoops <laughs> imagine <laughs> i'd love to imagine it yeah here I... to be fair i think that if you're going to have questionable um fashion choices in your youth branded sportswear is a pretty decent one yeah that's good that was like Uh, cool back then i never i never had like a a leather wristband (laughs) sweatband yeah no i I didn't go so far as to wear technical like sweatband gear and goggles for squash when i was in the shops really gum shield (laughs) yeah so then that that led me on to around the same time tasting tv programs just Mm. being diabolical like I remember um we were doing something in the house and I was like I can't be doing this right now because Saved by the Bell's on <laughs> and oh I have God. to go and watch Saved by the Bell like like these Saved people Saved by are... the Bell was epic it was dreadful I don't think it's aged well either no no it, I mean no, it, it was, hasn't <laughs> it was really 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 poor to watch but uh, but for whatever reason looking at those people i thought this you know i I can't wait for high school i hope it's just like this (laughs) but again saved by the belt very popular back in its day so can't judge too hard it was collective stupidity because everyone enjoyed it Mm. Mm. i think that leads me on to the third one which encapsulates the first two which is this preoccupation with how amazing america is and how how can Mm. anybody not want to not want to live in america and isn't it it must be amazing um from high schools like Saved by the Bell to everybody walking around in basketball shoes. And then you you kind of think, oh, it's, it's maybe not that great over there with all the guns. <laughs> what ch- what changed? When did you decide America wasn't the best thing since sliced bread? Uh, um, was it just a gradual growing up? I don't know. I, it was maybe that, that kind of end of 
innocence rejection of everything that has been before and you just start to question everything or just kind of like actually starting to read stuff and not just get spoon fed um uh lots of shiny faced teenagers pretending that they're going to school i think what i've learned is that you were a lot more mainstream than i expected back in your youth you thought Saul was born wearing corduroy, didn't you? Yeah, I th- yeah, literally strolled out of the womb <laughs> in cords and like a trendy cardigan. Yeah, but I mean, it it was very easy to qualify as as not being mainstream where I where I grew up off the coast of Queensland because mm. I, I could go into school listening to Oasis and Pulp and be the weird kid. Like, what's this so guy edgy, listening to? It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Like, you are oh, you? You know, you're not listening to No FX and Blink One Eight Two. Wow, hmm. Australia was a different place. It still is, I yeah. would say. Well, yes, well, slightly. Yeah. What about you, Frankie? Yeah, I, uh, I would say the main thing probably for me was music. Um, I I've talked about it, I think, on here before. I was really obsessed with Eminem. When I say obsessed with Eminem, like fucking obsessed. Right, Frankie, stop talking mm-hmm. and and give me a, an Eminem verse right now. I mean, I could. That's the embarrassing thing. I no, could. I actually, do it. The other day, no, I'm not going to do it because I, <laughs> I'll be ashamed of myself. But I will say, while I was cooking the other evening, I, to myself, did the whole Eminem section from Forgot About Dre just because I was practicing, like, because I hadn't done Practic- it for a while. Practicing what? For this. Practicing for what? Uh, no, yeah. just for myself. Right, now's your time, Frankie. <laughs> no, just for myself, just to know that I can still do it, that it's still You used to rap a lot at work. I still do rap a lot in my spare time. Yeah, actually, quite quite recently, as Jaff was like, sometimes I hear you just walking around the house, like kind of like whispering to yourself, "Are you rapping?" I was like, "Yeah, I am rapping." Well, that's adorable. <laughs> you remember? Did you guys watch Seinfeld? No. Sometimes. Are you aware of the final episode of Seinfeld? I don't think I have actually episode. watched it. So it's like nine to ten seasons long, and and at the end of it they suddenly turn the lens on themselves and realise they're a bunch of really hypocritical, neurotic, mm. terrible people. And everybody around them goes, yeah, you are. And they, they're they like, go, where this is going. I know, I'm excited. <laughs> but do you remember how much time you've spent banging on about that woman that we used to work near who would sing all the time? <laughs> yeah. And it's just occurred to me. Yeah. You were rapping in that office, Frankie. All the time, out loud, like as a little jokey bit. Maybe she thought she was being hilarious. She was not smiling. I'll tell you what, she got as much of a laugh out of that as you (gasps) did out of what you were doing. That's not true. (laughs) I'd say that's fair. (gasps) Sarah, you traitor. I'm sorry. Well, I'm definitely not performing for you now after all this, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fine, we'll just get Jaffa to record something. <laughs> it's too it's too almost inaudible. I just whisper it to myself. <laughs> is that creepier? Um anyway, going back to Eminem specifically, I had my po- my walls were just covered with Eminem posters. Absolutely covered from head to toe. And yeah, I was a, yeah, in love with him, deeply in love with him. And now, as I get older, I I have to say absolute bangers still, some of them. But then I look back at a lot of it and I'm like, "Mm, mm, hmm, no, I don't think so. (laughs) 
you know, and especially like his whole look back then. I look back with the the you know from twenty twenty one. I'm like, mm, not about the bleached hair and stuff. Not not my thing anymore. But um, I guess you not, know, not anymore. Not anymore. I think you know, to a young girl growing up in Bookham, um, <laughs> it was like deepest middle class. Sorry, uh huh. Like it couldn't have been further from my life, probably my reality. So it was. It probably just seemed extra exciting and sexy <laughs> to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say mainly that. I mean, the goth thing, I still, I think I am still goth deep down. So I can't even say I have changed from that, really. But, but that comes with getting older and having less of a need to assert your gothness and yeah, more uh, assuredness in, in who you are and not needing to go around to the world going, I'm the kind of person who is okay with stories about licking bats or whatever it is you people do. <laughs> That's, that is what we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Gothic folk always licking bats, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's, um, that's, well, I think when you're younger, you're always looking for an identity, aren't you? And to have to express that identity. And yeah. now Saul was basketball and you were goth. Yeah. Basketball what was Sarah? And Zach, Zach Slater. <laughs> <laughs> AC Slater. You're mixing oh. them. Yeah. Zach yeah, Morris. Well. It's been, Can't it's get been it together, Saul. What about you, Sarah? You were—I've seen. Actually, I know what you were. Hell, fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I still am. Like yeah. literally, <laughs> I'm sitting at my desk in the corner of my room, and there's like Harry Potter figures and books, and I never grew up. You don't wear the tie as a belt so much these days. I mean, that was only for special occasions. Thank you, like midnight <laughs> book releases. Following the um, the theme of this conversation so far when do you think you are going to grow out of that phase I don't think I ever will Sarah this is an intervention actually yeah I don't think I'm ever going to get any more mature than I am at this moment you know how ev- you know how everything you liked when you were young is stupid Sarah well I mean disagree but okay <laughs> what more does JK Rowling have to do okay to- not a JK Rowling fan uh-huh <laughs> Okay, just just the things she writes and says you like. <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. Okay, I, it's tricky with the morals. So yeah, because like, at what point, Sarah, do you separate the art from the artist? I suppose. Yeah. It's a real Van Morrison, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also heard that Sarah wanted to buy some of Hitler's art because she thought that it was really good. <laughs> wanted to? You haven't seen my my house in a year, Frankie. <laughs> It's been a productive collecting year, is it? For the, I probably need to clarify. Shah actually said to me recently um, that when I casually mentioned when I almost sent, or when I did send that really racist email by mistake at work, <laughs> has that she, been um, covered on this podcast? Have we yeah, gone into detail? I haven't. I haven't given details. Um, but she said the way I mentioned it, it sounds like I meant to be racist. It's just I accidentally sent it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I just want to clarify, it was a typo that turned out to be wildly racist inadvertently, and I would never have said that in real life. <laughs> but it was very, very funny because of, because you were so mortified at how it was obviously an accident. I will, you know, there's a, there's a lot I could say about you, Sarah, but I would not call you a racist. Thank that's, you. That's yeah. really kind. Not to your face anyway. No. But, um, <laughs> So, yeah, I think that it, it was just really, really funny. And, like, the girl in question didn't even acknowledge it, right? No. She just – because she probably gets it all the time. 
I mean, I wish she had, because then I could have said, because <laughs> of people like I Sarah. did not mean to call you that slur. <laughs> anyway, I think we should move past this. I just wanted to clarify, because Shah was concerned that everyone would think that I am a racist bitch. Or, if you look at it another way, you used to think that being... <laughs> A horrific racist was cool, and you've <laughs> you've grown out of it. You've you know you've moved on. Now she's just transphobic. Yeah, <laughs> like my hero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. No, love. No, I don't love people. I hate all people equally. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you are very like in that respect, very unifying. In yeah. Thank you. Your hatred. Thank you. Anyway, we did have a listener contribution as well from the lovely Rosie. And I feel her so much here. So we asked um, about stupid things that you secretly loved when you were younger along the topic. Mm -hmm. And Rosie said, the first few times I ever went on the buses and trains by myself because I was a proper grown up at 13. Oh, that is a good one. I love that. Because you did like, I, I mean... Frankie, you and I at least grew up kind of within spitting distance of London. So it was, what, 25 minutes on a train to London. Um, So the first times that you did go up there on your own on the train, it did feel so grown up, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. I also remember as well, like with my friends, when you'd first start going out for dinner with your friends, your parents would drop you off. Yeah, and you'd have like a reservation at Pizza Express. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's exactly where we went as well. (laughs) Prince Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, Woking. (laughs) Well, you know, how else are you going to get the attention of a rich man? Oh, God. He this paid. Getting dark really quick again. He hasn't uh, paid yet. Oh. Look, Sarah See. loves the royals again. Like, stop picking on Sarah. I don't, love, people. I don't love Prince Andrew. Yes, the racist old one that you liked. Oh, leave Philip alone. You can't believe he'd speak so ill of the dead. Well, what's he going to do about it? He'd have a lot to say about you if you were here, Frankie. <laughs> well, he would because of my 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 background, probably my yeah. mother being yeah. Egyptian. Yeah, bloody love that email you sent, Sarah. Hilarious. <laughs> High five, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything I've ever wanted in life, Philip's approval. <laughs> um, yes, despite my hatred of buses, now. <laughs> um, it was yeah, again, very exciting when we used to start getting the bus into our local big town city I don't know which it is yeah Um, as teenagers I can't remember how old I was probably way older than should have been exciting to be honest but it is like it is exciting because you're thinking like oh I'm being trusted basically to be a grown-up in effect find my own way not get lost not get kidnapped or anything like that like it is yeah it's a big it's a big moment did you have that in Australia Saul sorry what are you talking about Getting public transport alone, going somewhere for the first time. Mm, I'm sure I did at some point, but I don't. It's not a memorable uh, experience. Oh, you're missing out. Really missing out. When I was, um, I think I was probably 16, my parents went away for the weekend. And I think they probably took my sister and my brothers went to stay with relatives, but they let me stay at home on my own. And I think it was like the first extended period of time I'd stayed at home on my own and in retrospect they were probably quite worried about what I'd get up to did they fly to Paris (laughs) yeah you were supposed to be with them it's home alone reference isn't it well well, no they could have gone to Paris actually they did go when I was a teenager (laughs) which is what made me pause um but yeah it's 
I suspect they were quite concerned, but actually what happened was I was working in a bakery at the time and I bought home like a sack full of leftover baked stale food at the end of the day and just ate it all weekend alone, watching probably Save by the Bell. <laughs> Such a hero. <laughs> wow. They were like, Sarah's probably having wild parties with boys and <laughs> like getting really drunk and you're just like full of carbs, yeah. passed out on the couch. Like eating day old donuts. <laughs> Wow, that sounds like a probably good reading Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that is uh, adorable. Good times, really good times. Yeah, I, I mean, we, I know we kind of touched upon it last week about how what, do you feeling like a grown up feeling old? And I was listening. Actually, I know you saw you've read it um, or listened to it. I've listened to Tina Fey's audio book at the moment um bossy pants which is quite old now but she was in that she's talking about the moment you first feel like an adult and I was like struggling to think of when it was because I don't I don't really still feel like an adult I suppose I should do (laughs) but I don't surely Saul does he's got children yeah I think that's the big one isn't it yeah but I every time I wake up I'm like it's like I learn that piece of information afresh (laughs) like 50 first dates I don't know. I don't get the reference. Oh, it's is a, that what it's Adam called? Sandler Adam film, Sandler yeah. film, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's a reference to a film, but I've not watched the film. It's like a guy who has amnesia. So he wakes up and goes on the first date. Or no, the woman has amnesia, doesn't she? She wakes yeah. up and goes on the first date anymore. every day, yeah. over and over. Okay, sounds great. Care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it feels like occasionally I just oh, God, I'm responsible for two small humans. Yeah, that's when did scary. That happen? Yeah. That's terrifying. Mm. Especially because you can't remember when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> at least you've got your wife around, though, so she she's can be very good. At, grown up. At, yeah, at feeding people and making sure they're away from the knives. Having met your wife a few times, a couple of times, I consider her to be a grown up. Mm. She seems like a like she's got her shit together. She knows what she's doing. Grown up lady. Like if there was an emergency, I would I'd go to her as to tell the grown up that something bad has happened. I would go to to her. I think if she was in the area, I wouldn't just go around. That if she was if I was miles away, <laughs> get a train down south. Yeah, this is just reminding me <laughs> of the time when Hannah, Hannah missed her train yep. and decided to call me. <laughs> yeah, that, I was, was just like thinking the same thing. The group's nominated adult. <laughs> yeah, you probably were back then, though. I don't know that he was because he was still drinking out in London. <laughs> Yeah, she was phoning. And then the the taxi firm's head office was in Eastbourne and tried <laughs> to get in touch with her and she convinced herself that it was my wife ringing her <laughs> to tell her to leave me alone. It's so good. It was so funny. And she now also is responsible for an actual child. Yeah, how has that happened? Mm. That's the I, big question. Very, very quickly that will become a situation where the, the child is cooking dinner and making sure that Hannah's trousers are on the right way around. Well, she told us yesterday that her husband asked her when the baby can start eating chicken wings. So, <laughs> Yeah, but not no, even solids. Knowing, <laughs> knowing Phil, I think that's uh, not that I know Phil particularly well, but that sounds like a territorial thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is yeah, that amazing. baby is doomed from the start. And she's stupid as well, according to you. So well, look at the parents. 
It's not Maggie's going to be so angry with you after this episode. <laughs> Old chicken wings and Hannah, for God's sakes. Well, yeah, she should really look at the parents before she passes judgment on you for just commenting on them. <laughs> for just being honest. Yeah. Huh. Well, this has been an interesting episode. I think we've learned a lot, mainly about Sarah's bigotry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So what, what have we learnt here today? We've learnt that when you're a child, you slowly mature and become a different person when you're older. Mm-hmm. Did that require a half-hour conversation? I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot from this experience, as I say. Um, you guys have learned that I still rap casually on the uh, reg. Under your breath. Yeah. I'm going to be thinking about that a lot. <laughs> I will do an in-person performance next time I see you, Sarah. Yeah, oh, like cooking chicken. I <laughs> <laughs> feel so empty. What about me? <laughs> I, I still... My go-to karaoke is usually rap as well. Not that karaoke is a thing anymore. So can you do Rap God? Rap God's too fast Come for on. me. It's too fast. What about all that practice you've been doing, Frank? <laughs> I've been practicing. I've been practicing rap god. That's new Eminem. I've been practicing like practicing old Eminem and like Dre kind of rapping. The glory days. But yeah, the golden age of you know Chronic Twenty. Um, Chronic was it Twenty? I don't even know what it's called. The, the, the later Chronic album that Dre did. That's what it's called. 2010. The, the later Chronic album. <laughs> because there's the first Chronic album, and then he did the second one. Mm. There we are. Forgot about Dre. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say. <laughs> There you go. That's all you're getting. Glorious. Well done. Tune in next week to get the ne- the rest of the line. <laughs> you can piece it all together at the end of the year. You'll have a full song. <laughs> oh my god! That Is it really... called a song when it's a rap? It could be oh a song. Oh my god! <laughs> Saul wants to go now. That's Let's just. I mean, getting deep. Just to Sarah never claims to be into rap. Yeah. <laughs> paint the picture for the people at home. The woman with the hip replacement said that. <laughs> Oh no, hip replacement bingo. Hogwarts. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us to the end again, if you've made I, it this far. I suspect this episode was worth it, surely. Mm, yeah, I, I would say so. I think we're just going to need to come back to this worth it thing. Some people have lower standards than you, Saul, and we value those people. People as have very <laughs> empty lives at the moment. Yeah. The pubs have not reopened indoors. No, um, that's that will be interesting to see how our listenership plummets. I mean, I'm picturing ends. groups of people sitting at pub tables, surrounded by, <laughs> you know, crowds around a phone, listening yep. to us. Under umbrellas in the rain. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, interestingly, um, our listeners, like our listenership has mainly been from America lately and they're a bit more open up than we are. So I don't know. I think they just love Saul in America. That's it. He, they know how much yeah, he loves them. They're returning that that a pre-adolescent love that I had for them. But I don't want it anymore. I've wised up. Oh, my God, Saul. Well, well now we've lost the Americans. Thank you. <laughs> we've got nothing left. So what's happened with the, with the listener numbers since Hannah's stopped being part of the podcast? They've kind of made, remained fairly similar, to be honest. Apparently no one cares. Uh, what, no. Can I set? a test yeah sure if, if we do a podcast where you do the intro and then it's just silence for 30 minutes and you put it live can we have a look and see if there's any difference in the figures um i 
don't want to because it will be upsetting. <laughs> so that's fair. I think our ego takes enough of a bashing talking to you every fortnight. Sort don't forget, so. I'm now involved in the podcast. Yeah, but you can. Le- you're leaving at some point. Well, so is that? Well, we don't debatable. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were actually with Hannah, and I did think to myself before we went, "Oh, we should ask Hannah if she actually ever wants to come back." And then we didn't do that. So I'm not sure you're ready for that, that answer. Was a great, Frankie. great little story there, Frankie. Thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> I saved the good stuff for the very end of the episode yeah. as a treat for those who have lasted this long. You should open um, with that. No, I don't want to spoil it too early. But um, thanks for listening, everyone. Let's wrap this up. Um, thank wrap. you. Uh. Ra- oh, um, we love you so much. Thank you for coming back. Um, if you have anything you'd like to tell us, any raps you'd like to drop, any sick beats or you know, dope rhymes that you might have that you want me to perform, send them to us on at No Idiots Podcast and all the social media networks. That was the saddest sentence you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. I've said worse than that, surely. If people send you things, will you perform them? Possibly. Yeah, why? What were you going to say? Oh, God, I don't want to know. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you in a fortnight. Yes. Bye. And don't, don't be an idiot. Be an idiot. Great work, Saul.